This is the Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors Podcast, sponsored by Bemidji State University and Northwest Technical College. The Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors Podcast is also sponsored by Visit Bemidji and Grant Haven Campground. Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors covers the lakes, woods, trails, wildlife, and anything else going on outdoors in Paul Bunyan's Playground. This is the Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors Podcast, sponsored in part by Bemidji State University. You can pursue your passions with a world-class education in the heart of Minnesota's Northwoods. The drive to acquire deeper knowledge and develop greater wisdom is already in your nature. So join us on the shores of Lake Bemidji. Minnesota's premier Northwoods University can help you make the world a better place than you found it. Learn more at BemidjiState.edu and schedule a tour today. BemidjiState.edu Coming up today, Brady Lawton steps in. He's a guide in Paul Bunyan country and also with Visit Bemidji. We talk all about the summer fishing, preview the fall, talk about how things went with Visit Bemidji at the Minnesota State Fair, and of course, he's got a fast five. It's all coming up. When planning your trip up north, plan to park your RV or camper at the spacious Grand Haven RV Campground in Bemidji. You'll be in the perfect area to ride ATV, fish, hunt, and hike. With free parking for your boats and trailers and located just off Highway 2 west of Bemidji, Grand Haven Campground is the center point for your next Northland adventure. Fish hundreds of surrounding lakes and cruising the miles and miles of the ATV trails northern Minnesota has to offer. Visit GrandHavenCampground.com and book your stay today. I'm Will Pampus and Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors because Kent Jackson needs all the help he can get. Today we're checking back in with Brady Loudon who not only is with Visit Bemidji but is a fishing guide as well. Brady, welcome back to the show. Hey. Hey Kev, it's great to be back. Thanks for having me. You bet. Well, this is our final uh, week of the of the daily show, uh, but we'll still continue having podcasts multiple times a week and a weekly show after this. And so we'll be checking in with you as we get uh, deeper into fall. But this is kind of the cusp of when the true anglers get out there. It is. It's so interesting, Kev. I just got back from the Minnesota State Fair and fall is in the air you can tell just with the coolness of that air um, in the mornings um, fall is definitely just around the corner we're about to get into that great walleye action i think so i mean i think uh you know we've had those those really warm days still and we've had the cool nights but the warm days just keep that water temp elevated but that's about to change it is and you usually would see those water temps around 70 degrees and you can tell that that's starting to creep down now especially in the mornings and so that walleye bite is just about to turn on and um, I'm really excited for fall it's honestly one of my favorite times of the year to be fishing it's the best time to really capitalize on that walleye fishing it it, it is I mean from a walleye standpoint fall is the best now I yeah. I tend to prefer myself um, that late May into June maybe up to July 1 just because I I 
like the the weather that time of year, mm-hmm. uh, and the bite is still really good. And there's a lot of other stuff going on too. Yeah, it's for me. It's really hard to beat the the fall colors um, mm-hmm. that we experience uh, up in the Northwoods here. I just um, I definitely love the spring fishing, um, but there's just something about that the beautiful fall evenings in the Bemidji area that it's just hard to beat. We'll get into some you know specific thoughts you have on on how to catch them in the fall, but I'm curious. I, I've talked to a number of people, and they say that the zebra mussels have really started to change Bemidji this summer. Things have changed. Fish are at different spots than they used to be. Yeah. Have you noticed that? I have. I've noticed that they're more scattered. Um, and the other thing I would just say is the quantity of these zebra mussels that I'm seeing on my line this year is definitely more than past years. And so that's a little bit concerning. And so it's going to be interesting to see for years to come what that looks like for the walleye fishing. But we may need to be relearning how to be targeting these walleyes with this new invasive species in the lake. And I think that's really what it comes down to. I mean, every person I've talked to on any lake that has them, and you look historically over at Erie where it kind of was a huge, 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 huge deal, Yeah, uh, it has not eliminated fish. As you noted, it just changes where they are. Yeah, and I still think the walleye fishing is going to be incredible um, in the Bemidji area for years to come, but it's just we're going to have to adapt, and we're adapting with electronics. We're going to be having to adapt with uh, the fishing's uh, patterns, you know. And so, but I'm I'm looking forward to it, and I think uh, there's going to be a lot of great fishing up in this uh, this fall time. Well, certainly, um, you know, Cass Lake got hit a lot. got hit as hard as we're getting hit now quite a few years ago and it was the same thing it wasn't that the the walleyes went away they just had to relearn and once they did the fishing you know the numbers you're hearing on cast lake are spectacular The, the walleyes don't go away. The The Cass Lake chain has just been incredible, and it's one of my favorite areas to be fishing. And I really look forward to um, the next, uh, honestly, next month of being able to target those walleyes on the Cass Lake chain because, I mean, there's days where you're throwing 40 walleye in the boat, um, and it's and they're just hungry. They're wanting to put on that feed bag so that they're getting ready for winter. And so... So as we're learning differences in in summer fishing, are you anticipating a a different place to find walleyes in the fall as well? Yeah, so I typically target um, the weed weed lines and being able to find those cabbage beds. And we're finding those walleyes in anywhere from 12 to 16 feet of water. Now, last night I was out fishing uh, north of Bemidji, and we were finding those walleyes a little bit deeper, just with those water temps still being a little bit higher in the evening. And so, but I anticipate that that like 13 foot depth is going to be a really good area to be finding those walleyes, right? Wherever you can find that weed edge and just dropping off just a hair off that, you'll find the walleyes. Okay. What are you throwing at them right now? Uh, we're doing a jig and a minnow. So an eighth ounce jig. <sighs> yeah, I know. The, the good old trusty yeah. jig and a minnow. Um, there's been some really at both the bait stores in town, there's some really good fathead minnows. Um, I also typically like to use frozen shiners, but it really, that movement that you get with that fathead, um, um, in the fall, they like that live minnow, and so that's been a staple of mine. And uh, uh, Dick would attest to that as well. It's uh, the walleyes love a live minnow, and I know you can be live bait rigging, you can be jig wrapping in the fall. All those are extremely successful. I just prefer to go with the minnow. Okay, um, the uh, the jig and minnow. I mean, if you can do it. That's the way I want to do it. Yeah. No, it definitely is a it's a really good technique and it's uh just just going off of last year alone in the fall, 
my goodness, the 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 walleye bite was on fire, and especially on that Cast Lake chain. And I, I don't see it changing any different for this year. And so, really, that um, middle of September to middle of October is just going to be a prime time to be out on the water and targeting these fish. Much more to come with Brady Loudon. We'll talk a little bit about Visit Bemidji at the State Fair and what he's hearing from uh, people who might be coming up to visit Bemidji. But up next, we take a look at the health of the fisheries and the future of fishing in Paul Bunyan country. I'm Jason Durham, the smarter and better-looking Jason, and this is Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors. If you're ready to write the next chapter of your life and love the outdoors, Northwest Technical College might be the perfect fit. Northwest Technical College in Bemidji has state-of-the-art technical education and six career paths in the heart of the Northwoods. Automotive, building trades, business, health, child care, and manufacturing technology. We're surrounded by more than 400 lakes and acres and acres of forests. You can be fishing, you can be hunting, and you can be plotting the course of your life all at the same place. The shortest path to your dream job begins at Northwest Technical College, Bemidji's Technical College. Learn more today. Visit ntcmn.edu. This is Brome reminding you that the coolest people are on fishing Paul Bunyan country. Back with Brady Loudon, a guide in Paul Bunyan country and also a staff member at Visit Bemidji. One of the things I've, I've noticed this year from the people I'm talking to, it doesn't matter the lake. I'm hearing lots of reports of multiple year classes good numbers of all yeah it's really interesting that you say that because last night i caught a 18 and a half inch walleye and then there was like a nice 17 but then i caught like six very small walleyes like like very very some of the smallest walleyes i've saw in a while and it just speaks to the different year classes that are out there and i really think that and i think we're going to see this in the upcoming ice fishing season is there's a lot of different year classes on lake bemidji and it's really good to see that because i think it's going to show that for year to come we're going to have some really good fishing one of the things i think that we're going to have to th- figure out think about uh, going forward is um uh, you know if the um zebra mussels continue to clear up that water and those walleyes go deeper yeah um our, our catch and release situation i mean it's a lot mm-hmm. harder to keep those fish alive if you're pulling them up from 40 feet down than if you're pulling them up from 20 or 15 feet. Yeah, down. it's a really good point, and you really have to be careful with uh, having their air bladders explode or being able to really um, take care of that fish properly or being able to release it and without it going belly up. And so, yeah, that's definitely something that uh, anglers are going to have to um, look at and really be um, proactive in. Mm-hmm. The other thing with zebra mussels is it's going to, if it does clear um, the the water clarity, that's going to really affect uh, fish being spooked. And so I really noticed that um, this spring was I typically was able to catch these fish pretty shallow. This year I was having a heck of a time because I think these fish were getting easily spooked. And so I think that I am having to adapt to my fishing techniques because last year on the north end of Bemidji, doing really well on walleyes. This year it was a lot tougher because I think they were kind of, they were either hearing my trolling motor or they were getting spooked by the boat. So I'm going to have to adapt that. Well, certainly they're going to probably be up deeper into the weeds than they have been or thicker weeds than they have been. Mm-hmm. And that uh, that's where that Northland uh, weedless jig yeah, comes in. Uh, there you I've go. I've been hearing really good things about the weedless <laughs> fireball, that it's working really well. 
and you're probably going to need it more in the yeah. future. Oh, absolutely. And just being able to um, adapt to those different techniques. I I love me uh, some uh, Northland jigs. That's all <laughs> I have in my tackle box. So they, they do a great job over there. Yeah. Well, that's, uh, you know, that's kind of where we're at now. We're getting ready for fall. So what is your sign that the fall bite is flat out here? Yeah. So I would say once that um, water temp drops below 65 degrees and it even goes down into that 60 degree mark, um, it really seems like it turns those walleyes on. And the other thing that I would say is being able to know when to be fishing as soon as that sun hits the tree line at the in the evening or even in the morning, that's a prime time to be out there on the water. Um, and also we've been having a full moon lately. And so looking out and seeing that full moon at night, um, there's fish that are hungry at night. And so they're definitely feeding with this full moon that we just had. And so I'm sure the musky fishermen are capitalizing on that as well. But, um, yeah, it's just a great time of year to be fishing. Well, and musky anglers, yeah, they live for fall. I mean, yeah, uh, yeah. the fall musky bite is the best. Um, and, and this year, I haven't heard as much musky action. There's a few guys that have had really good years, but a lot of it's been – maybe they're just being quiet because they don't want to tell me. But, yeah. <laughs> um, but, no, fall is definitely a good time to get out there and catch musky. But, uh, you know, it's a good thing they have this, this – uh, the new uh, outerwear is light and mm-hmm. flexible but still very warm because uh, otherwise it could be really miserable. Yeah, and a good indicator is typically I'm able to go out in shorts when I'm guiding. <laughs> now I'm having to put on those pants because it's a little bit chilly in the mornings and you have that cool breeze and it's like, uh-oh, winter might be on the – it's right around the corner, so I better capitalize on the fall fishing here. Absolutely, and of course it isn't, like you said, muskies and walleyes, but everything else also. Same, they're, they're all – thinking the same and behaving the same way yeah and i've been hearing the bluegill fishing has uh, been very good uh the bass fishing i've been definitely getting on a good largemouth and even the smallmouth that's some of my favorite fishing is the smallmouth fishing and north of bemidji i was just up on a lake and we definitely caught some smallmouth bass and i'm really excited for that bite to turn on because that's one of my favorite ways to target fish is smallmouth um on rock piles or even being able to catch them on top water in the morning. They just are really aggressive in the fall, and they're just such a fun species to go after. Okay, yeah, uh, bass fishing. It, it's just fun. I mean, yeah. you know, it, I love catching walleyes, and I love having a fish fry. Yep. But bass are just, they're just a blast. Yeah, and pound for pound, they're just, they just put on a heck of a bend on the rod, and it just gets everyone excited, and it's, uh, I I definitely, I was not converted to a bass fisherman. I still love the walleyes, but uh, the bass, it's really hard to beat in the middle of the summer. Just just a really good time. Well, I just think that's the smart play, right? I yeah. mean, we live in this area, we got all these fish fish for the ones that are biting at that time of year yeah and i mean i'm sure you can catch the walleyes year round we do but really think about the times that you are fishing and the walleye fishing is incredible in the spring and then it transitions into you have the crappie fishing that's also incredible in the spring and then you have the walleyes in the um kind of on the later end of june and then that starts to die off a little bit target those large mouth the small mouth um there's just a lot of uh even the northern fishing it's uh it can be a blast and so but just really think about when you're, what time of the day you're fishing and where the fish are at and where they're biting and really target them at that time. Once again this year, Visit Bemidji had a great presence at the Minnesota State Fair and a ton of visitors. We'll find out what they thought of and what they had heard of about Bemidji from Brady Loudon next. This is Toby Cavaliva. All of us at LOA are proud to make Kev Jackson sound smart. 
sort of. This is Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors. Hi, this is Dick Beardsley, Bemidji Area Fishing Guide. I'd like to invite you to come to our beautiful town of Bemidji. We've got over 400 lakes in our area teeming with walleye, pike, muskie, bass, and panfish. We're the gateway to the Chippewa National Forest. We've got miles upon miles of biking and hiking trails. Paul Bunyan and Babe the Blue Ox. Fine shops and eateries in downtown Bemidji. Headwaters of the mighty Mississippi at Itasca State Park. Beautiful resorts, hotels, and bed and breakfast. Visit Bemidji one step further. I'm Bruce Jean, and this is Fishing Paul Bunyan Country. My guest today is Brady Loudon of Visit Bemidji and a guide in Paul Bunyan Country. But Brady, let's let you put your uh, Visit Bemidji hat yeah. on for a second here. You were at the State Fair for like, two solid weeks. <laughs> I lived in Minneapolis for two weeks at a hotel. That's right. Um, everything I saw, and I was really bummed that I couldn't be there. But yeah. Stupid COVID. But, no, um, no worries. It looks like, once again, Bemidji, Visit Bemidji Booth was the place everybody wanted to be at, and I'm guessing you guys are going back to let you. Yeah, you would have saw a lot of babe horns at the fair. My <laughs> goodness, everyone was wearing those babe horns, and we were giving away the highly coveted uh, Visit Bemidji tote bag. We gave out uh, 12,000 of those bags. Wow. and so. Um, we gave out a thousand a day. We could have given out three thousand a day. There just was, um, for the state fair, there ended up being just under two million people. So we almost hit 2019's numbers. And so it made me very thankful to be able to live in the Bemidji area once I came back from the cities because that was a lot of people for me. So question for you and as, as one who was there and visiting with people who were Wanting to know about Bemidji. Yeah. How many of them had never been to Bemidji? How many of them were familiar with Bemidji? I'm always shocked, Kev, at the amount of people that know of Bemidji or they have a personal connection to either their grandparents live in Bemidji or, oh, I went to Bemidji State University or, oh, we have a long uh, family cabin that we've had forever in the Cass Lake chain. And so there's a lot of people that don't know what Bemidji is and, oh, well, where's Bemidji? Is it, oh, it must be Brainerd. Well, no, we're not Brainerd. Um, but uh, Brainerd's a great area. But, um, we're, but we're the real north. Yes. And we have Paul and Babe. Yes, so, the real ones. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, yeah, I it's incredible. Everyone's personal connection to Bemidji and just hearing those stories and resonating with them and their experience, they, they're excited about Bemidji. And, so, and they identify with that plaid bag. There's something about that lumberjack plaid red that people just love. And uh, we had wives making their husbands wait for an hour and a half in line just to get these bags because we'd only give them out at certain times. And so it was just incredible to see the excitement around Bemidji at the State Fair. Okay. Um, How many of them do you get the vibe or, like, they're going to come up and they want to fish. Yeah, we have a lot of people that are wanting to come up. And, and um, so we had a 10 by 16 foot video wall in the background mm-hmm. of, of the booth. And that was a new addition this year. And we were showcasing um, fishing in that video. And it gets people excited. It gets people to want to be able to come up here. They don't understand the kind of fishery that we have up here. Mm-hmm. They usually are going up to Canada. They want to go to Red Lake. There's just so many hidden gems in the Northwoods up here. And um, showing those people that, they're like, well, I think we're going to come up to Bemidji. I think we want to check this out. And so I think that we're going to see a pretty good return on having people come up and visiting Bemidji. Great, great. Well, are you guys going to do it again next year? We are. Yep. Josh and I already have plans for the for the next year and for bigger and better things. And so it's going to be harder to go bigger than what we did this <laughs> last year. But um, I think we're going to try to come up with something. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Well, I gotta. I better be. I better be able to go next year. <laughs> um, uh, 
so out on the on the water with with the, your clients, yeah. um, and I think I, I we talked some about this last time you were in. What's the ratio of Minnesotans to non-Minnesotans as far as guide clients go? Mm, I had a lot of people that were out of state this really? year. Okay. Yeah, I had a lot of Texas. I had a lot of Florida, California. Um, it was all over the map. I met met really good friends from Iowa that now they're going to be taking me hunting, um, deer hunting this uh, this late fall. And so, um, yeah, there's just a lot of, uh, I would say that we definitely have people from Minnesota coming from Minneapolis or coming from uh, different parts of Minnesota, but typically they're out of state and they're usually on vacation and they're wanting to be able to come visit during the summer and being able to get the true Minnesota experience. And it's hard to beat the loons calling in the morning and being able to have that walleye come out of the water, be able to see the reactions of these um, guide clients, it makes it all worth it. Yeah, it's always the, the 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 trick is you know people want to vacation in the summertime. Yeah, they want to fish in the middle of the day when it's nice, but they <laughs> want to catch walleyes in uh, early August, and it, that's not always working yeah. out. For that's you. so funny that you say that. Yeah, I did have a guide client that was very particular about wanting to go walleye fishing, and I was on an incredible crappie bite, and I really wanted them to be able to catch a hundred crappies in a day and have a great meal it tastes amazing and they're just beautiful fish and no we want to go walleye fishing so we caught some walleyes but it was a tough day and those those tough days can be kind of hard but it makes those other days when you're catching a lot of fish that much more rewarding yeah absolutely yeah well, as uh, again, as we look forward to the fall, um, are you are you expecting it's just going to be jig and minnow for the walleyes from here on out? I do, and I mean you can target them with jig wrapping, and that's a very aggressive way to be catching these fish. But uh, the thing is, is they're they're going to be hungry, and so really targeting those key times of uh, later in the evening, um, even fishing a little bit past dark. Don't be afraid to do that, and I I definitely will be targeting them with a jig and a minnow. And there's going to be a lot of different lakes that there will be certain lakes that turn on before the other ones do. So just talking to the local bait shops and seeing where those bites are happening are going to get you fish in the live well. Yeah, it's it's actually been a really, really good walleye year, I think, across the board. Yeah, and it's really nice to see those water levels being up compared to last year. Um, we're able to even to get into certain lakes that we weren't able to last year. And so it's just really nice to see the um, whole season has been a, a huge success. Well, Brady, if somebody wants to go fishing with you, how do they get uh, lined up? Yeah, so you can either reach out to Dick Beardsley's Fishing Guide Service. I um, I guide through Dick. Or you can reach out through my cell number, which is 218-280-2941. All right. Well, before we let you go, we got to do another Fast Five. Okay. Are you ready? I, I love your Fast Five. Let's okay. go, Kevin. Well, this is a, there's not, not even one fishing question in this Fast Five. Oh, so wow. We're gonna, now we're you got me. learn a lot more about Now Brady. you got me nervous. Okay. Three. Fast five. Well, okay, first one. It's time for dessert. Are we eating pie or are we eating cake? Oh, I'm a huge uh, pie guy. I actually don't like cake very much. I'm not big on frosting, so I would definitely go with, like, pumpkin pie. Okay, so pumpkin pie, that's yeah. your pie? Yeah, okay. let's do that. All right. Uh, question number two. What was your favorite subject in school? Mm, I loved history. Um, but any, ah, oh man, my favorite subject, uh, gym class. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> yeah, no, I loved history. I love learning. And so I would say probably history or geography was probably some of my favorite classes. 
So what, when were you in high school? Uh, 2013 is when I graduated. Okay, Bag- Bagley High School. Bagley High School, 2013. <laughs> this is going to make for an interesting question then. Who was, question number three, who was your high school celebrity? High school celebrity crush. Oh my goodness, how do I answer this one? <laughs> um, man, high school celebrity crush. Oh man. Oh, you really put me on the spot here. I would say... Um, Oh man, I don't know how to answer this one. <laughs> uh, high school celebrity crush. I would say um, Ashley Tisdale. Okay. Oh wow. Yeah, that's really going bad. <laughs> yes. Yeah, well, that's about you know you're you're younger than my kids, <laughs> and and they that was their era too. So okay. All right. Question number four: White or chocolate milk? I do like chocolate milk, um, but I would say that uh, white milk is definitely the go-to for having breakfast and cereal. All right. Finally, question number five. The Simpsons or Family Guy? Oh, I love Family Guy. It's going to be hard to beat uh, Family Guy, so I'll definitely go with that. Um, I do watch The Simpsons, but Family Guy is my brother and I growing up watching that. It's hilarious. Brady Laden from Visit Bemidji and a guide here in the Bemidji area talking fishing and more. Brady, always great to have you here. Thanks for taking the time. Thanks, Kev. Appreciate it. Want to remind you once again, this is our final week of Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. So if you're used to hearing us daily on KB101 FM, that's going to end as of Saturday morning, a little bit after 6 a.m. But if you want to keep hearing the good outdoor stuff, we've got Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors, a weekly one-hour program starting next week on KBUN Sports Radio 104.5. It airs at 1 o'clock Thursday after high noon and repeats again 8 a.m. Saturday morning uh, right after the fan outdoors. Plus, the podcast will continue. We'll have multiple podcast episodes per week as well. That's it for today. I'm Kev Jackson. Thank you for being here. This has been the Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors Podcast. Sponsored by Visit Bemidji and Grand Haven Campground. The Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors Podcast is also sponsored by Bemidji State University and Northwest Technical College. And don't forget, you can listen to Fish and Paul Bunyan Country on KB101 FM and KBUN Sports Radio 104.5 weekdays, as well as Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors Saturday mornings on KBUN Sports Radio 104.5, B93.3 in Brainerd Baxter, and Kick FM in Alexander. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. It's crazy to think that a few weeks ago we were talking about whether or not Tua Tagovailoa should consider retiring after two concussions and worldwide debates on player safety and NFL culpability. Tua has done nothing but go back to work and currently has the Dolphins riding a three-game win streak and one loss behind the division favorite Buffalo Bills. While everyone was yapping about the end of his career, Tua Tagovailoa said he'll decide when it's time. And clearly, he's not ready to hang up the cleats. Hi, this is Chris Howard from the Plugged In with Chris Howard podcast. BetOnline.net is your number one source for betting football and the start of the new basketball season. Find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news podcasts, and in-depth analysis on every game. BetOnline remains your continued source for all your sports wagering information with live betting up to the minute scores for every the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite games and events, including the MLB playoffs, the start of the NHL season, MMA, boxing, and golf. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts.